Welcome, nerds. I'm the man nerd, as always. Today, we can get to know another cool nerd. What is a nerd, you ask? A nerd is your dad, your mom, that person down the street that you see sometimes, but you don't really know who they are, the cashier at the market, your best friend's cousin's daughter. A nerd can be anyone and everyone. All it takes is a passion for something. Your skin, your race, your sexual identity, your beliefs, none of that matters. There are nerds everywhere. Today, I am joined by John also known as Cube Master, or Cube by the cool people. He is a super nerd, a gamer, a TTRPG enthusiast, a self-proclaimed wizard, and a player, sometimes a DM, for Last Nerds on Earth presents The Five Crystals. How goes it, Cube? It's going fantastic, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> you nailed me pretty well in that intro. Yep, uh, especially the wizard part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, he knows magic for reals. So... We're just going to jump straight into this, and right. I'm going to go straight into the tabletop role-playing games. What is your favorite TTRPG, and what sets it apart from others? Well, I got to say, I'm kind of a uh, plain Jane when it comes to tabletop games. Um, my only experiences have been with Dungeons & Dragons, uh, primarily 5th edition. And I played a little bit of 3.5, um, actually played the original AD&D. That was, that was pretty fun. But my true love lies with 5th edition. You know, there's, there's something about the system, about the balance of role play and, you know, mechanics that just make it perfect for every character I want. I've got so many that I've played already, so many more ideas to play there's really no end to it oh yeah you you are definitely a character guy every time we talk to you it's like you've got a new character in mind when did that start for you did that start at a young age well so that started um a couple years into my my D&D journey when I really started playing a little bit more regularly you know I, I my first D&D character was like a pre-generated wizard I went to a game store didn't even know I was going to be playing that day and they just rolled me up a character sheet and I enjoyed it, but then I realized that, you know, once I actually read the books and especially when I started looking at, you know, supplemental materials, I realized there's so many really cool mechanics and classes and there's also a whole lot of stories to tell. And I don't know, something about that really resonated with me. I like uh, telling a story through my characters. Well, yeah, I can tell, especially with the, your character, Allegrax. He, uh, <laughs> he definitely had, had some depth to him or has some depth to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't know. Uh... We haven't gotten that far quite yet. Quite yet. We talked about in, in previous interviews about a tragedy, but we didn't really talk about what happens. But it definitely changes the game for us, for sure. I do have to say, yeah, that um, put a, a bit of a halt on his character progression, which really, it kind of killed me because, you know, you know... We were just getting to some good parts with Allegrax. So good. Yeah, well, all you listeners out there, you're just going to have to wait and find out. The new episodes are coming. I've got one already going that's going to be out July 4th. So this will probably be out actually after this, after July 4th. So just keep an eye out. We're almost getting to that tragedy. So 
You'll see what happens. We're way ahead in actual playtime. We are so ahead. Well, we stopped putting out episodes for a while, but not on the Man Nerd Podcast. Oh, yeah, man. It's because you're the powerhouse of a worker. (laughs) Powerhouse. So moving on (laughs) to D&D, your your first game. So that was in a game shop. Pre-generated player, the wizard. Yeah, so the the story with that, um, I was at a Magic the Gathering game for my friend's birthday, and he held it at this local game shop. I think I was 13. I was 13 when this happened. So I went to this birthday party, and I enjoyed it so much. Afterwards, he said, hey, John, you know, you should you should stick around. I have a D&D group that meets, you know, every Wednesday. You should join us. And I was like, well, I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of D&D. And his face just dropped, and he he told me, "Oh, you've got to stay and figure like come check it out." And so, luckily, the the people in the shop uh, they had like a an automated system that could just roll up a random character, and they asked what class I wanted to pick, and I thought wizard looked coolest, and so of course, I, I, my first ever character was born. His name was Paleus Galanodal, and I remember it so well. He was he was a high elf wizard which if that isn't the most cliche thing, I don't know what is. It totally is, but, but it's, <laughs> there's a reason it is because it's awesome. <laughs> it, it really was. And I, I joined this group and started playing with them and learned more and more about the game. Uh, I still wasn't good at it. And uh, for a while, I didn't know that you could cast two spells at once. Like you could have a concentration spell and cast another spell as long as it wasn't concentration. I didn't know this, so my signature move was Witch Bolt, because I wanted to feel like Emperor Palpatine, you know, with like the unlimited power. <laughs> uh, but I didn't realize that I was like wasting my turns using Witch Bolt, because it's really a weak spell. And I was bad, I-, I didn't know how battle worked, so I would always jump right into the middle of enemies. And so I went down every single combat, and I was just like, <laughs> Well, this isn't any fun. <laughs> eventually, eventually we finished up that campaign because I joined it a little bit late. Uh, it only went to about level seven. And that's really when like my idea for creative character backstories came up because I like this character, my first character so much. My next character, I decided to make his brother. Oh, I bet that was cool. So my second character named him Thamior Galanodal. He was the brother of my original character and he was a high elf barbarian. Oh, no way. It's a hell of a combo. If, if, if you know how to play it, which I didn't, it can be it can be pretty good because um, high elves get a free cantrip no matter what their class is. Uh, and I thought that was great. What I didn't realize at the time was that true strike is the worst cantrip in the game. Oh. <laughs> so I had a barbarian. I was looking at that. With, yeah. with true strike, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can see the it analysis. It sounds cool. It, yeah. it sounds so cool. And I wish it was useful, but I can't think of a single scenario where casting True Strike would be useful to you. Yeah, yeah. I was really tempted to get that with my with Carly, the, my first character, but I decided against it. Probably a good thing. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You, when you're young, you know, and new to the game, you 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 don't really optimize, and a lot of people still don't. You know, I love optimizations like oh, optimizations yeah. and creative character stories i always try my best to blend them in you know yeah optimization is probably not my strong suit but yeah i 
I see what you're talking about. The the whole character backstory and integrating that into the main story. That's what I'm all about. I love that stuff. Entirely, yeah. No, and you know, I've seen we've seen it a lot with Carly and with a lot of the guys in in this current campaign. You know, there's a lot of character backstory woven in, and you know, you you guys are getting more and more optimized by the day. You know, it's cool to see that. It's cool to see, you know, because I've been doing this for for eight years now, and you know, by now I've seen every mechanic. I've seen a lot of different combinations of things. I know almost all of the conventional strategies. So it's cool to see you guys uh, kind of getting into your own, you know, optimizing your characters and figuring out which spells, you know, look cool on paper, but maybe aren't as effective and yep. figuring out team dynamics. It's really interesting to see that develop. Yeah, and we're kind of really getting into that right now. Uh, where we're at with the releases, uh, this next one that's going to be coming out is when we actually make it to Rain's Village. Oh yeah. And see what's going on there. So so that's the next one. It ends right at when we find the portal. So you kind of know where we're at there. But I, yeah. I think we're really getting to a groove there. It, it was starting to really come together and we've just we've come a lot farther from there. We really have. And you know, I think we still have a lot further to go. I've I've toyed with the idea of like doing an in-character uh training session where, you know, we we spar against each other and mm-hmm. Yeah, my my character, you know, teaches you guys, teaches your characters the the finer points of battle. And I thought I thought that would be an interesting idea. Yeah, I think that would be perfect for our idea. I know this is going uh, against you know my show here, but our idea is mine and Cube's character to work together a little bit more in battle. You know, the mm-hmm. magic and then the brawn. So I'm gonna pick up a certain spell that's gonna help him out and just overpower him. So I think that would really work out if you did a training session and that's how that happens. I, I think that would be amazing. And, you know, guys, I'm trying to be careful with my words because I don't want to give away anything. But I know, you know it's you, hard. You know, <laughs> our current with the way we're working right now, uh, even in our previous battle, in our previous battles that we fought the last few times we've played, we've been so unoptimized and like oh, people yeah. have been going down left and right and nobody's moving around the battlefield. So it's it's interesting to see. I, I think I think we could actually do a lot of work. Because you know, a, a lot of people when they're building characters, they look at the raw like synergies of the mechanics, but a lot of people don't actually look into effect, effective battle strategies, you know? Like, you know, maintaining like a flank on an enemy or keeping moving. Exactly. Yeah. So a, a lot of the strategy, I, I actually got inspired to think of a lot of new strategies from the arena, which... Uh, oh, yeah, that's so much fun. I don't know if you've talked about it on the on, on this show yet. Um, Not yet. We've got the one episode that I'm going to put out there with uh, the Man Nerd podcast. I haven't finished any of the others yet, but I, I will. I'm going to yeah. release those as well. Yeah, but the, the arena, I you know, just brief synopsis for everyone out there we we did like a pvp uh series of you know like 1v1 uh battles and andrew and i we we did a lot of work creating characters for that so uh, basing them off of like pop culture icons and you know action movie like action characters and comic book characters it's a lot of work which is why i think it kind of fell by the wayside (laughs) with everyone having so much going on it'll keep going but slowly (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it was cool because it really, it's one thing when you're playing regular D&D 
and you're a party of people trying to take down a monster and the dm you know for the most part a good dm is going to want you to win but they're going to want you to be challenged right but actually challenging you in a way that you have to think is difficult but yeah. when you hop into a pvp setting which dnd isn't really built for it makes you think of strategies and creative uses for your mechanics and it really makes you think you know look at my surroundings how can i use these to my advantage how can i use my spells and abilities in unconventional ways it, it reminds me I've, I've changed a lot since the days of uh you know back when i would play pokemon and you know if a move didn't deal damage i didn't i didn't learn it <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like yeah it, we're a damage only household there's so here. much more so much more there's so it. much more there's so much more and if i were to go back and play pokemon now i'd probably look at you know optimizing my status effects and stuff like that uh, and that's kind of what I do now with D&D, you know, I look at how can we be creative, you know, use our use our surroundings to our advantage. Yeah, and we'll get back into that groove. I think it would be good for all of us to work on that. You know, there's a there's a new dynamic. Yeah, there was there was a thing that happened that really changed everything and made it hard to get back into that. But we will. We're getting better and better each time. Absolutely. You know. I'm excited to see what's coming up now that we're finally getting back into the swing of things. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so nice. So far into season three right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Recording season wise. three already. Yep. Season two, it's the, the end is the tragedy. Yeah, so, I figured as much. Yeah. It's a perfect place to stop. Oh, yeah. So moving on, uh, let's go straight into the five crystals. Just a few quick questions. Yeah. What's your favorite part about your Dragonborn Paladin Allegrax? Oh my goodness. Um, God, I have to, I have to think back. It, Alagrax was a character that I really enjoyed playing. Wish I had picked a better voice for him early on, but... <laughs> it's still distinct. It is, it is. It's just deeper than my normal voice and hard to keep up with sometimes. But what I really love about Alagrax is I took, you know, one of the traditional-ish backstories of, oh, you know, my, my parent died and now I'm, I'm going out and you know, traveling the world for some reason and kind of kind of worked with that a little bit in what I think is a somewhat original way. You know, Allegrax's father is a tyrannical dictator. His mother died of an illness that may or may not have been caused by him. And Allegrax, raised in the lap of luxury, gets out on the streets one day and realizes that the kingdom that he thought was, you know, just and fair is actually you know, a dystopia. It's, you know, people are being treated horribly. He saw some horrible things and that really inspired him to travel the world and get stronger uh, and protect the weak and innocent until he could eventually get back to his kingdom, overthrow his father and really establish a good, just society. So it's one of my most potent character backstories in terms of driving the narrative forward because a lot of my other characters have had you know a tragic backstory but it didn't really tie into them adventuring they they just adventured to kind of for the sake of adventuring you know Allegrax, he has a goal he wants to get stronger so he can take back his kingdom and that was always just really fun to role play and you know i got little tidbits of that but not all of it so that's that's cool to hear that you know put out there like that and we, we didn't get a chance to really, you know, go to your kingdom and see any of this or hear all of it. So it that that's kind of cool. 
yeah and who knows maybe we'll maybe we'll go to your kingdom at some point you well, know it I, could happen i was could talking still happen i was <laughs> talking with jack you know surrounding the tragedy and we, we were both on the same page that you know it would work really well if you know if if that storyline continued mm-hmm. you know even in lieu of everything that happened you know it, it, re- oh, it would really tie together a cohesive world so i don't know i don't know if he's remembered that hopefully he has because i would love to see that especially just for oh, your guys' characters good. oh yeah now moving on into the five crystals let's just end this part at two more questions all right your favorite part about the campaign so far and if it's past the tragedy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where i told you we're at if it's big spoiler you can just you know make it vague-ish yeah god that's a hard one there have been so many highlights um throughout the campaign but i think my favorite part about the campaign is that we've really managed to have some some deep character interactions you know like i'm, I'm pretty sure you, you already know the episode i'm thinking of and i'm pretty sure it aired already right Oh, yeah, it aired. Yeah, that was the two first episodes of season two. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. you know, when, when we're confronted with the dragon and there's there's a conflict there where some of our characters want to do one thing and the others want to do something else and we don't really have the luxury of just talking it out. Nope, we have no time. Really emotional, yep. like, powerful stuff there. Oh, and that what that pushed Allegrax yeah. to do? Oh, yeah that's to, what to take that deal yeah it's what i live for is those character moments those those conflicts and interactions you know it's something that a good part of our campaign has been lacking you know we haven't we, we go sessions at a time without any character interaction between us anything significant it means that the times when we do get that interaction makes the characters feel so much more real you know because no party gets oh, yeah. along perfectly and that, that's my favorite part of our campaign so far is we've had opportunities and all of you guys are good enough role players that you can you can go along with it and you guys can initiate it and you guys can make for those awesome character moments. Oh yeah, I, I predict another big one coming soon. I think where so. We're at right now. Yeah. Yep. That'll be interesting. <laughs> we'll see. I always seem to be involved heavily in them. <laughs> Me too. I think that's just how we work. I like making controversial characters. <laughs> Yeah, and and I really like you know being my character, so pushing the boundaries. Yeah. So no, no, this is how it is. Yeah, Carly's very oh. good at that. Okay, so last one of the five crystals. What's your uh, least favorite part about the campaign? Ooh, my least favorite part of the campaign. Hmm, that is a tough one. There's so much good. I, I honestly, I think I'd have to mirror what I said for my favorite part. You know, I wish we had more character interaction. Like I said, there mm-hmm. were there were entire stretches of episodes where we never really said anything of consequence to each other. And there's been a weird blend of like, yeah, so all of us a lot of times are so eager to push the story forward. And, you know, whenever whenever Jack asks, you know, what do we want to do? Or, you know, is there anything else you want to yeah. do before we leave? You know, there's there's so many opportunities I kind of see where we could slip some good character moments in, some dialogue, some interactions. But, you know, I'd love to see a more human, uh, a more human aspect to our characters in just the downtime. You know, I want to role play the day to day, you know, like 
I may know a lot about Carly's motivations as, you know, as, as a character and what you go out and fight for. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't I don't know how you like your meat cooked. I don't know, you know, what You know I like it with whiskey. I, I do know that, yeah. <laughs> and we've had a few we've had a few of those. I, w- I want to see more of those. I want to see more yep. character interaction between all of us because, you know, we were just getting there when that tragedy hit and that, you know, our characters were close enough that it hurt, you know? It 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 actually hurt. And we've been struggling to find that with the new dynamic. So I want to see us get to be a more cohesive group again so that the good times are even more ecstatic and the bad times hurt just that much more. Yeah, and you know, I I'm, I feel you on that. That's why I was kind of pushing this one thing mm. uh, that you noticed in the last session, the yep. uh, the concert and then the opening act type of thing. I was kind of I was kind of pushing that, so that's how that happened. Because I I want us to be you know a part of something like that, Absolutely, have a moment yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's gonna be cool. I agree. And it will be all of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal, right? <laughs> yep. All right. So out of the five crystals, we have we have a little time left. Yeah. Let's jump into. Okay. These these ones are gonna be you know pretty hard, man. All right. Gaming. Ooh. What type of games do you play? I play a lot of types of games um gosh just looking through my backlog right now (laughs) uh i'm honestly a pretty bad gamer not not even so much as like i don't have skill but as i get bored with games really quickly and i hate myself for it because i'll get halfway through a game and then stop playing it because i get bored and then i'll pick it up six months later won't remember what happened have to start from the beginning and i'll just repeat that cycle you know over and over like it, that, <laughs> oh, that's man. why i love rpgs and i like video game rpgs but i can't play them for some reason like i've been trying to get through the witcher 3 for like three years but i get like part way through the game and then i just get intimidated by how much there is left and like a new game comes out that i want to play and i'll go and play that and so it always just I can never manage to stick it all the way through. But there's there's a few games that I have done. You know, I, I like some puzzle games. I like action-adventure stuff. Um, I'm a really big fan of, like, Dark Souls and those sorts of games. That's, those are, yeah, good games. You know, I'm, I'm pumped for uh, the new game from them, Elden Ring. I don't know if you've if you followed I haven't news seen about that, that. No. They're coming out with a new game in 2022, and it looks incredible. You know, I'm, I'm playing... Uh, Sekiro right now, which is their most recent game, and it's just a blast. Oh yeah, those I haven't played those games, but I've seen people play, and they look pretty cool. Yeah, this is where the the hard stuff's gonna gonna come in here. Mm-hmm. Skyrim or Grand Theft Auto? I have to go with Skyrim because I've actually never played Grand Theft Auto. Oh man, oh man. Well, I know, I know. Skyrim, of course, is like it's very, very addictive, very open world magic fantasy fighting all that all that stuff you love about D. yeah but grand theft auto is just oh, so thing, yeah. oh man man i remember san andreas oh and you could do so much with it mods oh it's crazy that's the thing though you know like i just said i am so different when it comes to video games versus like D. like in D, I want 
to have like so many options. I want to have downtime. I want to have, you know, the minuscule parts of life. When I'm playing a, a video game, I really kind of want to be railroaded, you know, like okay. I thrive best when a game has a linear path, maybe with like a few, a few side quests, a few things to go here or there. I'm okay if like I have four objectives and I can complete them in any order. That's cool. But like, you know, old school, like uh, open world games give me too much choice. I, I just don't know what to do. And I always play, I always do the side quests first and then get burned out and never get to the main quest. Yep, that's understandable. So, you know, games like, like Dark Souls, Sekiro, where like there's a pretty straightforward path for you to follow. Those are the kind of games I enjoy the most. So Grand Theft Auto, I think, would kind of intimidate me. Skyrim, I don't know what it is. Um, I just enjoy that and I can I can thrive with that. But I also do basically the same thing every time I play it. I always go for magic. You know, I, I of go course, to the, that's I, the funnest thing. I go to the College yeah. of Winterhold. I, I like to, you know, wield lightning in both hands. And I don't think I've ever picked up a sword in Skyrim. <laughs> that's just <laughs> No. Well, I've done that. <laughs> I've done the magic and sword thing. The magic weapons I've used, but I don't think I've ever yeah. actually gotten good with like a weapon in Skyrim. Oh, well, eventually you will. I'm sure you will. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, so going on to some little personal stuff. All right. Now, what are a few interests of yours that our group, the Last Nerds on Earth, don't know about? Ooh, that you don't know about. So that's tough. Like you, you guys, I, th I, th I think you guys know about like my interest in languages, right? I'm sure yes, I've told you of about course. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that that's a big one. Y'all know I'm going to school for like computer engineering. Yep. I'll say this. I I, I recently discovered a a big love in like cooking and baking. You know. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. 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 Well, we just we just moved to a new house and like got a new kitchen, and I realized that my entire life growing up, we ate really blandly and like didn't have any creative recipes at all you know it would be like chicken every night you know it, it took me until i was 17 to realize that chicken could be cooked in other ways than boiling oh god i yeah. feel for you yeah oh and, man and, you know, it, that's what happens when when you grow up you know we we had to have like frozen chicken because we couldn't afford fresh um mm -hmm. You know, and everybody's working all the time. Everybody's working all the time. You know, uh, mom would always just take frozen chicken out of the bag, you know, the, the big bulk bags, because it was cheaper, uh, throw it in a pot of boiling water. And, you know, an hour later, boom, you know, chicken cooked till it's cardboard. And uh, also anytime we, uh, we cooked it like or baked it or anything, it always went in way too long to the point where the fire alarms would always go off. Oh, dear in our house and so it got to be a running joke with us but we actually used this as a as a gauge we just wouldn't care about the time that we put the chicken in for we would put it in until we heard the fire alarm and that was our cue that it was ready so you opened up a whole new world for yourself like <laughs> i really did i really did recently you know and especially since i've been at college and like i've been able to discover like i didn't know brussels sprouts existed I, I thought they were something that were made up for like TV shows, you know? No, they exist. Yeah, and they're, they're actually pretty bad. good. They're, they're, they're actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they're not as bad as people They always say. get the butt of the joke. Yeah, if you like it, like a cabbage type of thing, you'll like those. Yeah, yeah. 
and like squash and zucchini and like all sorts of different vegetables. So I've really discovered I, I enjoy cooking and baking and doing that sort of thing. So I think that's one that you guys wouldn't know. That is a big one. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're right at the end, man. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So this is where during the outro, I like to do an outro challenge with each, with each person. All right. So we'll pick a theme on this one. So you you've got to give a one liner, and then we'll just we'll just you know see who laughs. So this one's gonna be D and D edition, of course, because it's you. All right. So I've got one in mind. So I can go first if you want. D and D one liners, huh? Yep. <sighs> I gotta think about this. I know I kind of spring it on you. I do it to everybody. So listen to mine, and it might give you an idea, okay? All right, all right. Hello, everyone. I just got a natural 20 on my perception check. I can see you tuning into the next Nerd to Nerd. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) All right, all right. That's 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 a pretty good one. All right. What's the difference between a wizard and a sorcerer? What's that? Class. Oh, that's so bad. I love it. (laughs) Oh, you just kicked me out of the water with that one. Oh. All right. See you later. Bye, guys.